0: want to thank you all for listening. This is another episode of We Talk, You Listen. Thank you for dialing us up on the amazing Anchor platform. If you don't have the Anchor app, make sure you go ahead and download that. Make sure you favorite the We Talk, You Listen podcast. That goes a long way to making this podcast come through your listening uh, airways. This is your host, Wendell Fleming. I am bringing to you another amazing episode coming to you on Wednesday, June the 3rd. I'm going to be joined by my illustrious host Dearies Palmer, who is the well uh, not author, but he is the uh, producer and also songwriter to the track, uh, and then he's also the uh, composer as well. So he's got his uh, hands going on like Prince in there. But he'll be uh, joining us. He's uh, produced the album Four recently. that was his most uh, recent work. You can go ahead and find that on YouTube platform again. That's the album, the number four. Uh, And you can go ahead and search him that way. Uh, You can search through DP Cash. He should come up that way. But when he comes on, I'll have him plug it uh, the exact way. So you guys just stay tuned for that. It was a very good album. I did hear it. Also reviewed it on a previous podcast. We are also brought to you by the... The amazing cold cup. If you do not have your cold cup, trust me, it's a revolutionary item. It helps this podcast make its way again through your airways. If you do not have a cold cup, make sure you get one. Stop letting the temperature and room temperature decide what you and your drinking experience will be. Take that into your own hands. It is 2020 and we are in the 21st century. You need to be in control. No longer the temperature of the room cold cup will bring you the most amazing drinking experience with that we'll get started uh when d comes on we'll actually do more of the talking about what's going on as far as the riots and protests and things of that nature um if you're not familiar with that i touched on it on the last episode it was kind of the first day of the incident which is going to be the george floyd uh Incident where he was a 40-year-old man who was tragically uh, pretty much died at the hands of law enforcement. Uh, Four police officers have now been charged. Uh, Three are charged with uh, accessory to murder and helping basically to commit murder. And then you have the uh, main antagonist. Uh, his name does slip me, but he is the officer who is going to be charged with now what is uh, rumored to be bumped up to what was originally third degree murder, which is basically saying a total accident, to second degree murder, which puts a little more um, than just total sporadic events caused the uh, death of George Floyd. And if you see the video, it's hard to watch. It's about 10 minutes. Uh, and for about eight of those minutes, close to nine of those minutes officer has his knee on the uh, back of the neck of uh, the African-American gentleman who is George Floyd. And during that time, uh, Mr. Floyd loses all responsive keys and signs. And um, through the independent autopsy that Mr. Floyd's family did have done, uh, they found that he was uh, killed by asphyxiation. Or aka strangle, uh, basically strangled to death. Couldn't get enough blood flow, uh, to his brain. And that was, uh, ruled the cause of death. So with that all backtracked, um, we'll get into all that with Darius though. We'll get into all the nitty gritties of the case. We'll talk about what the reaction was from the people People were outraged. I'll tell you that. I mean, you got to be living under a rock to not know any of this stuff. But just to do the uh, show justice, we'll go in order. But we'll dive into that, like like Phelps in a pool. So don't you guys worry about that. But I do want to start with the what has been to the um, traditional show opener. Actually, got D calling it now. Let me know what's up? All right, so good news. Uh just spoke with Darius. He'll be on in a few minutes. We're going to punch him up. Get through this COVID update. I've been waiting a long time to say this too. It's done. It's done. Finito terminated. Incinerated. No. Like I said on the last episode, I don't care anymore. Whatever's going on out in the world has people not caring anymore. It was garbage to me personally the entire time. It's over. People don't seem to be giving as much of a jack poo about the distancing. People are definitely getting back out in the world. I saw a restaurant open just the other day. Not just open though. Had people sitting down outside looking like, you know what? a normal restaurant, not people lined up around the block waiting on curbside pickup. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what it is and I don't want it, but the reality is COVID-19, the, the goddamn coronavirus is being slayed before our very eyes. And Americans had enough. Americans had enough of that BS of being scared half to death of taking outrageous precautions now no one's saying to be a slob not wash your hands pass germs look man take the same precautions you would take when you had the flu be kind stay home wash your hands the same stuff you've been told i was not one to go ahead and feel that we had to find an alternative way to live especially since we were reacting day after freaking day after freaking day to just new information that was coming out, even though we had information from other countries who had literally just been through. It it was just a whole debacle. It was a whole clusterfuck, and I'm glad it's over. I'm extremely glad it's over. There's not one thing that I feel happier about besides my family and myself being in good standing than, honestly, watching this Virus figuratively and literally die. Watch people just say, you know what? Screw that. We're not going to take these outrageous precautions that still had us exceeding and numbers swelling. Come on. We weren't even doing it right. Now, I'm not saying get out there and be all reckless. I'm sick and tired of plexiglass. That's what I'll tell you. I'm sick and tired of plexiglass. So hopefully in the next week, we'll get back especially being way 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 more normal things are already starting to trend that way like i said things are coming back give us our restaurants back give us our space back stop telling us how to live stop making these outrageous things like freaking i don't even know face masks made out of socks i mean half these masks look like they don't even work half of not even half i'd say 80 percent of the masks that i see Legit. Some got designs on. There's no way those are medical grade anyway. It's just a bunch of riff. It's a bunch of crap. And I'm glad that it's dying. I'm glad that it's almost over. And this man right here tells you first. I couldn't believe that much in it. It's definitely something that existed, but it was definitely not to the extent in which uh, we ended up as a nation uh, succumbing to to it landing here in america it was just a complete debacle a complete nutter utter debacle and they tried to make up with that by keeping us indoors way longer than we should have been should have shut the place down first two weeks we heard were once we got the landing in seattle where we saw okay cases could spread let's go ahead take all the precautions we knew the shit was coming they were going to plexiglass everything they should have did, all that. We were too reactive to the whole damn situation. But trust me, the day has came. It's it's right there on the horizon. We will soon be behind this COVID-19 pandemic, epidemic, whatever the fuck it was. It'll be over with, though. And one man here, this show's host, is very, very happy about that. So, we're going to punch Darius Palmer up, a.k.a. DP Cash, the author, songwriter, producer, everything you can imagine of the album 4. He's going to tell us about 4. We're going to talk protests, we're going to talk rallies, we're going to talk solutions to what is going on in America. You get stay tuned, you sit tight. It's we talk, you listen. And we're back. Got another perfect episode of We Talk You Listen, joined by this very man, D.P. Cash Palmer, for the next segment, which is brought to you by the Amazing Anchor app, which is an amazing platform. If you do want to have your voice, if you do want to uh, go ahead and make this podcast also easier to find and update when we do drop new material, go ahead and make sure you favorite We Talk You Listen. Uh, Without further ado, though, I will introduce Darius Palmer, the producer, songwriter, and composer of the album Four. You can go ahead and get that on YouTube if you want to check that out, but also on your other major platforms, which I recommend, which is going to be Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and even uh, I want to say through Paid SoundCloud, and it may be a couple of other platforms I'm uh, leaving out, but D, I'm going to let you tell people how you been, man.
1: It's De'Aris Palmer, for all that don't know. It's good, man. We're living life and loving it, man.
0: Saying that's We're all. We're doing our
1: best. We're doing our best.
0: That's all I'm trying to do, man. I'm trying to maintain, brother. I'm trying to maintain. How y'all
1: doing, How y'all doing out there?
0: Man, I'm sure if the people could tell us, D-Day would let us know. It's a war zone out there, man. It's and not in a bad way. Some sometimes, uh, let's say, because this ain't our house. In, in the words of Malcolm X, "This ain't our house. This the white man's house. He got to clean up his mess." So that's the way I see it. That's the way I see that, D. So I'm sorry that it's 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 not pretty out there. But I mean, hey, some like I said, sometimes, man. He been throwing a party for for 100 years on our behalf, man. Sometimes the place gets dirty. So, I just think we had enough. We as a whole, we as a people.
1: Uh, I agree with you, bro. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just. I
1: agree with you. I think the majority of people,
0: yeah. They just. They just tired, dude. That's the stem racism, man.
1: But it's just the understanding. You want the understanding to be there too, right?
0: Now, under now, who understanding who? Because I honestly am at a point where I don't give a damn if if they you know, understand. I'm talking it. about, right. I'm talking
1: about the, um, the, the 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 minds that are that are soft to the point they don't really grasp. The whole point I think is personal mostly than, uh, than more of a, uh, um, a, a fight a, a bigger a fight for uh, the life of your race. okay, or your 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 culture and your
0: people. Right. So, to, you know,
1: it's to more or less personal in that way than personal or personal.
0: To you or the individual, you
1: know, right?
0: You yeah, use your greater wits, right? Type yeah, to the, yeah. To those, I would say they. To those, they'll never get it because they, they, I just think they're going to be incapable of ever. And some people are incapable of honestly putting yourself in other people's shoes and scenarios, and, and that's not an easy situation to put yourself in or a scenario of being a black person in America. It's hard to describe. At some terms, you look and you say, you know what, I'm really fortunate than those who came before me. And then there's other terms and times you look like and say, life is still really unfair. So it gives us this bipolar feeling inside where it's hard to really always express to people. Like, being Black is great, but it can suck. Like, it it can be a downer at times in the sense where I'm... I'm, you know, driving my car and I like people don't go through this feeling, D. Like, like literally if the police ride by me or get behind me. It's not that I've done anything wrong. I literally have the feeling of I hope this guy don't fuck with me because I'm black. Like that, that alone is hard to feel at home in your own country. That alone. All my stuff on my car straight. I know I got a license. I know I'm doing things the right way. I know I'm not out here committing no crime and I still got in the back of my mind. I hope that guy doesn't look over here, see my hair, realize I'm black and then feel he needs to maybe either get behind me until I do something wrong or he might make up something that I've done wrong. That, that's heavy. That's, that's heavy. Yeah, that's heavy. So people will never understand that though. Like that's what it means to be black. It mean to, to wake up and hate your hair in the mirror. Like That's what it mean to be black, people. It mean to have have over and over and over again, stereotypes perpetuated on the TV you love watching that your race is dumber or inferior. Hey,
1: yeah. hey yeah. you know what I think? You know what I think? What's that? I think I think we should have this nigga.
0: Which one?
1: I lost it. I lost it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to come back to it. That's all
0: good. I lost it.
1: Keep going though, keep talking, bro. No.
0: No, just basically man that that's the STEM, man. That's the STEM systematic racism. Is, is is paramount to the understanding of, of what's really going on with us. And people, like I said, who haven't put themselves in that situation or, or can't put themselves in that situation and I'm not saying it's something everybody should be able to do we, I mean, I'm not a mad. I can't put myself in, in necessarily being an a, a immigrant situation I don't know what it's like, come over here leave you know uproot, leave my whole family and, and head to this place that they tell me everything is so much better I don't know what that's like So, you know, I can't expect everybody to get it. But I'm at a point, D. I don't give a fuck if you get it no more or not. And and I'm not even one of those righteous, radical people. I just personally... If people don't get it by now, we're wasting too much energy explaining it. It's just... It's it's, it's just got to be understood at this point. And it's got to stop being especially with all the instances in their face of people dying wrongfully and those people being of color, that it can't just be black people crying bellyaching or they need more examples. If they need any more examples, they're going to have to do what I did or what I want to do when I got to know stuff. I'm going to just have to go look that shit up and I'm going to have to make my own conclusions at that point. But I'm tired of holding people's hands, asking them to come get with us, man. They stay right where they at. I could give a fudge last if anybody else come join us. But what I do want us to do is use that shit, man, effectively, man. Don't don't be out there fighting police and all this dumb shit, man. Look, man, like I was saying earlier, D, take that shit to the courthouse, man. Burn down the goddamn courthouse, and that's where you're going to get some shit done. Because that's that's where they're taking you, D, in the streets. That, see, people got to start working smarter, not harder. People got to honestly, when you want to kill the snake, D, we ain't going for the tail, man. We're not going for the tail, dog. We're going for the head. Knock out the courthouse. They got nowhere to take you. They got nowhere to unfairly try you. The police aren't going to be arresting you, D, for nothing. They're out there arresting you because the judge is the problem. The whole systematic system is the problem. The police are part of the problem, but the part of the problem that can be fixed, but you're not attacking, you can't fix the police department. You can't. It's too many individual people with too much power over over the norms i i I strongly feel like that can't necessarily be fixed until they're held at higher standards and until they realize they don't have the judge having their back that they're they're going to be held to the same examples of of if uh if a cop steals your, your drugs or something off of you The same penalty that guy on the street was going to get If he was going to get three years probation Cops are going to start getting three years probation Until it's fair Like you can't expect to just change the cops They got too much power They've been doing it too long And the judge got their back
1: what? No but that But you're right though The courthouse is the place to be yeah. A plan, <clears throat> you know. That's where you you take your plan to. You take it to City Hall. <clears throat> you show your face more. I'm telling you that way. And with your time, you gotta, cause time is more precious than money. Yeah, so, that's the best way. You get you civilized or get you know start learning more.
0: I get that man that, I'm telling you that that and I man I don't even want to be protesting out these places Like we can bring the protesters which is fine Um, but I, I say burn all them institutions down and start over man and, I, and I, I honestly firmly believe that man start over open them up and make them fair, make them just I would, I would start incorporating three judge panels. I Listen, because this is the problem with it, and everybody's going to say, well, you know, you're going to muck up the whole system. Man, the system obviously ain't working for everybody. That's the problem. And the people that don't want the system messed up or don't want the system changed is probably in those people's favor. So what I say to that, if it sounds like it's a whole lot to start from scratch, goddammit, it is. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't be doing it because it's a lot when them people get murdered out there in them streets. And it's a lot when we're going through all this crap right now where people are out here destroying stuff and yelling to the top of their lungs and just completely fed up. So either way, it's going to be a lot. So I I just say don't let that deter us, man. If you want to start something else, man, or, or if you want to start some trouble, don't start it at Target. Don't start it at Walmart. Don't start it at Best Buy. Don't go to Foot Locker. Take your ass down to somewhere where it's really causing your people harm. And if you want to throw some bricks, man, throw it at the goddamn legal system as a whole. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: As a whole. Because, D, them judges sitting at home laughing, man. Like, huh, we ain't got to be out here. Because, D, the same way you mad at that man murdering Michael Floyd, D, is the same way. I mean, George Floyd, I'm sorry. I apologize. The same way you're going to be just... Just as much blood is on the hands of that guy that had his knee on the back of his neck of that officer. Just as much blood is on the hands of all those judges passing minimums and passing things where they're not literally doing their due diligence. And every person in that courthouse that watches 80 to 95% of the people that come in that goddamn place be of African-American or minority descent. That's fucked up. Like, white people ain't speeding. White people not not using term signals, d like that's the part that hurts. Right. The over yeah the overwhelming system gross grossly output numbers of of how many minorities are just treated as as criminals. That's the real issue. I don't see. I think niggas out here trying to find out. D. Uh, Look, the Niggas out here trying to find ways, and this is fine. If if you want to protest for this, knock yourself out. I'm not knocking you. I'm saying my mind is thought to something different, to which is I feel like this whole movement is about niggas wanting to get arrested better, which is fine. To want to get arrested more civilized, want to not be shot or harmed or the fear of being harmed, which is fine. But I don't give a damn about that no more, I, Me personally. I don't want to get arrested better. I want to stop getting arrested. Like, that's where I'm at. I wanna stop being worried I'm gonna get pulled over because of the way I look. I wanna stop fitting a profile. That's what I'm trying to stop. I'm not trying to get peacefully taken out. And that's the other thing. I don't don't even need the way the police are treating African-Americans or minorities to change. What I would need, if they don't wanna change, if they say, you know what? It's just too dangerous to walk up on people. Anybody can have a gun. We always have to be this violent or aggressive. My solution to that is fine. Keep fucking black people up. But the next time you see an old woman and the next time you see an old white woman or an old white man or a middle-aged white man or a young white boy, you pull his ass out the car the same exact way. Now, if we the same way across the board, we just gotta look at that as people and say, well, that's just how policing go. Just don't get in no damn trouble. But that's the problem. I'm not even one for saying, stop putting your foot in people's throats. is put them in everybody's throats. The problem is
1: the education. The problem is the
0: education
1: on the the black person side because mm. if the black person has more they have more education you know mm. they can resolve the problem much more easily
0: right I agree with that too I think education matters a ton in life I because agree
1: with that if, if we're just like if, like expecting a change then it's like how are you expecting that change? Are you just watching right. them intensely, hoping that they don't violate you? How will you know? Pretty- right. Yeah. And so that's not. Yeah. So you have to know that it's deeper. It's a. Um, it's the idea that you think you can step on me, and that's not the ideal. That's not how it's supposed to be. That's the ideal. Right. It's a. Um, it's a point of view you know of a certain group of people uh, so to speak right so but it's weak though you know hate is weak man love is everything man you know
0: yeah I believe love will prevail I agree with that we've been fighting a long time man did you see the uh everybody was, was 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 backlashing at uh, Drew Brees for the things he said.
1: No, I didn't hear that.
0: Uh, All right, we'll do, uh, I'm going to break for this segment. Come back, I'm going to tell you everything Drew Brees said, and uh, I'm going to get your thoughts and opinions on that. It's Darius Palmer, DP Cash, and your uh, host, Wendell Fleming, on another episode of We Talk, You Listen. We'll be right back. And we're back going to close the last segment had DP cash on earlier. Uh, We talked about a lot of race relation. That is really what's buzzing in the country right now. We're going to end on a lighter topic though. Um, Just because I mean, I'm getting flooded through that stuff. I don't want to only bring this show and then uh, bring you guys that same energy. Forgot to tell you though, we are brought to you by the amazing cold cup. And We come to you streamed either through the Anchor platform. Well, this is how the show is created through the Anchor platform. Make sure you go ahead and download the Anchor app and then go ahead and favorite the We Talk, You Listen podcast. That goes a long way to keeping this podcast. And that also helps your listening experience when you want to find this podcast or others that are similar in uh, content. So also. Brought to you by the amazing Cold Cup. I do apologize if you do want to change your drinking experience. Make sure you go to your local Target or Walmart and/or Amazon for contact-free delivery. Get your Cold Cup today. Change your drinking experience today. Closing out on a positive note. I'm gonna talk about love and unity. And I'm not just referring to love or unity from the aspect of blacks loving blacks more because I could talk hours on how blacks hate blacks. I could talk out. But that's not fair either because we're programmed to a certain extent uh, to have those feelings. But what I will say, I firmly believe and I firmly think that love conquers all. I think love is what's missing From all of this, I think enough people don't love enough people, and I think it's really too much hate in the world, and a lot of that could be through the digital age that we live in. People don't have to talk to people ever. People don't want to really necessarily be bothered with people through traditional human activities and human interactions. I grew up in an era where I didn't have to firmly and hardly break news to someone or Be able to cry through a text message if I really, truly wanted to let them know that I love them. Honestly, think about it. Only through the past, maybe, let's be generous and say 20 years, but that's really not true. Uh, It's been more like the past 10 that we honestly have been able to communicate deep and heavy feelings just through writing and writing again. The only times that were like that were when people and family members were spread apart throughout the country, and then you would have people writing letters Then you could get those heartfelt things. But then the reality, too, is that the response of the person is nowadays, which was not the same back then, is instant. Instantly, you can tell someone that you love them without verbally saying it. And then they can instantly tell you back that they love you. It just changes the way humans interact. It teaches us that love is something different, that love can be disconnected. Love does not have to be something that is firmly grounded. To me, that's a problem. To me, that stems into the way we're disconnected now to maybe where love does seem like a far fetched thing. Love's not a far fetched thing. We need to get love back. We need to learn how to love one another. We need to learn how to love one another. Only with that are we really truly going to be saved. Only with that are we really truly going to have a chance. And I don't even know who the, the, I do. The we that I speak of is not solely for African-Americans. I speak of anybody that feels like they aren't treated fairly or equally. That's the same for the, the white kid at school that doesn't think he's cool enough and people consistently seek him out to make him feel less consistently seek that man out or that young lady out to make them feel that they're not equal to the society that they're in. I'm about equality and that's the bottom line. I am no better than anybody and I'm no worse than anybody. And if you don't have the, the, the the kindness in your heart or the justness in your heart to treat me fairly and equally, then we're going to have some problems and we're going to figure out how we're going to get treated fairly and equally. And I think that's where this country is, especially in this new year. I really do think 2020 came into treating and having enough treating that virus that was out there early, having enough of the system stuff that is unnecessary. I think to sit in the house for months and watch a virus ravage through people and then to watch man give so little care about another man's life or, or for people to give very Little care about another man's life. They didn't give any care. I'm sorry to even sugarcoat that. They didn't give a damn about that man's life. And that's their job too. They're first responders. That's their job. That's their job to at all costs ensure the safety of the public. And he was a member of the public even though he was in their custody. He was still a member of the public and you can't let him die. You can't let him die and you damn sure can't let him die under your knee. It just don't look good. And it ain't good. So we need love. I think love can save us, but we need love. We need love bad. So I'll leave it here. i uh, going to get a couple more guests on as the week uh, concludes. And I will see how my new hairstyle goes. If you want to check that out, I'll make sure I'll go ahead and post that. I got plans on Friday. Tonight's Wednesday. Uh, I'm going to go ahead plans Friday to get my hair done in a style that I have not. I'm one of those people who, uh, when it comes to hairstyles, I get one and I'm firmly on it for about like 10 years. So this will give me some chance, some flavor, just some options to be different. Uh, I've never stepped out of my comfort zone. So I'm really uh, looking forward to that. And I will have more great content on the next Episode we'll talk a lot more sports, especially if it's a solo cast. Got a lot to talk about. The NBA is right on the precipice of uh, of getting their season squared away. NFL so far is on track to gonna uh, go ahead and have their training camps and then starting their season on time as well. NHL has not quite figured it out, and Major League Baseball is at a pissy, pissy, pissy throwing pot fight. It's it's the it's the stupidest thing I've seen going back and forth. When people need content, when there's money on the table and people will literally, your dying product that was bottoming out almost had none of the the younger viewers or or a platform where you could steal the younger viewers. You choose to use this time and this opportunity to bicker over who's going to get paid what when you're already the highest paid sport. And when you're already paying these guys a decent income, I think This is where players and player greed needs to step aside and honestly say it's better for our sport if we play and make something and then we capitalize on the popularity that can be grown through this time versus holding a pissy fit and holding our uh, panties in a bunch standing over in the corner and pouting because we didn't get the full amount of games that's really going to compromise what's even our better option is the postseason. So that's, I got topics on uh, a lot of sports stuff. I won't dive into it, though, here. Make sure you tune in. I'll have that up within the next day or two because I'm sure they're not going to solve this thing over the weekend. Great having Darius on. Love having him on every time. Going to call him back. i make sure we maybe can even get him booked for the next show again. Uh, going to definitely try to get some more guests on. Just everybody stay safe. Think of your values. Think of somebody that you never loved, who you can extend love to. Go do something nice. Go just do some random, ran, sorry, some random uh, act of kindness for someone. That goes a long way in this world. So just pay it forward. Change your energy. Lose the hate one day at a time. So We Talk You Listen, your host, Wendell Fleming. I will talk to you guys later. Like I said, make sure you go ahead and get the Anchor app. Make sure you favorite We Talk You Listen podcast. Makes it extremely easier for you to find this content. When we do post content, you'll be alerted. And then you'll also have the ability to find the other shows. If you are not really feeling this one, you can definitely find another one that you're feeling. I just want Anchor to do well. Also, the cold cup. Make sure you get your amazing cold cup. Can't say that enough. Stop drinking like a sucker. Drink like a champion. We have talked You guys have listened. We'll be back in touch. Like I said, shortly, everyone have a great day or night and stay safe, everybody. Talk to you later. And we're back coming to you. Uh, via the anchor app platform you can also find us on spotify or apple music under the we talk you listen name i'm here hosting wendell fleming also have Darius palmer aka dp cash on the uh on the airways as well what's up d
1: what's up brother what's up everybody what's cracking
0: Uh, You're trying to get through these times. If you're going to go ahead and download the Anchor app, also favorite the podcast that goes a long way to keep bringing us. And uh, without even bringing us, us able to bring you more listening uh, pleasures and listening experience. Uh, Also brought to you by the amazing cold cup. If you do not have your cold cup, make sure you get your cold cup. Those are an amazing tool. Those are an amazing item and they will change your beverage drinking experience. Get your cold cups today. D before we break, uh, So today What happened Go ahead
1: No you telling me something?
0: No no go ahead ahead. Drop it What you got?
1: I was thinking we should start with this
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Let's start with Let's start with this It's that The streets feel me Had no shirt on my back Mm
0: Hmm.
1: Let's start with that.
0: Okay. So, now, that from that line, I get... That's deep, because... When you see somebody out there like that, the thought is... that a, a kind person would come and offer them the shirt off of their back. So it makes me feel like... it's the stem that... we see you're suffering pain obviously but also just not having a shirt isn't enough to say it, it it's not dignifying you fully especially when you're standing next to people in, in suit jackets and slacks but it's that very it's that very low level before you're being vulgar, if you get what I'm saying. It's like oh he doesn't have a shirt on. He's a little out of place, but no need to arrest him. No need to help him.
1: He's right, he, exactly
0: yeah that's that's what I gather from that but what you what, what, what is that uh, I mean what's that line give you
1: just like the streets feel me like I'm one with the streets like I'm breathing the air I can feel that the wind on me you know I, I, mm-hmm. you know I, like I'm in a certain type of space in life that's a little bit freer you know okay so it's it's like, uh, uh, it's like the root of the positivity of the fight, almost, and it's mm-hmm. to where it's just like, hey man, I just want my piece of land, man. You know, I and feel that to be safe with my family. You know, so,
0: yeah. yeah. That's the part that disturbs yeah. me through this fight is. It's people's families have been fighting long times, man. I talked to some older people today and they, it was bittersweet, man. I, I hope we can get this fight won this time because it was sad that they... I don't, I don't... It's sad, and this is what I mean. It's sad in the idea that they still have faith that this time around something's going to change. And But by me, by me saying that is that all the fighting that they did they still have to look to our generation to fight more. That they're looking at it now, like, man, I hope this is the one, and and that's rather sad. That's rather sad, D. That we still pushing this goddamn on fight, man. So right, that part, that part just rattles my my cage, man. Uh, I, I just, but it's not. It's
1: not. It hasn't been at long, man. I mean, it's coming to a head. You know, it's like the yeah. late '60s was like the. It was really getting better. You know, I, but then. You know, they they ended up. You know, black people wasn't. We was just trying to survive, man, and get money, man, and take care of our families, man. You know, what? They. You know, it just we didn't have. We didn't have the time, or the energy to take care of our our leaders, like the celebrities. Mm-hmm. You know, we we didn't have the time to. to focus on being closer with that you know mm-hmm. because it's not it's frowned it was you know it's like you know what i mean like we're trying to th- we trying to take care of our families like the, the breadwinners back then probably w- was coming up making bread in the 60s you know, maybe the late 50s you know right yeah. so you know that you gotta see who graduate and who gonna go and get money and who not. You know, and yeah. then it's, it's just like then at that point, it's just like we just starting. You know, so it's, the focus is on you know us getting right. You know, getting ourselves right. Mm-hmm. you Not even thinking about supporting a uh, celebrity and y'all you know, creating brands and and. Selling, you know, buying up real estate, and you know, black on this, black on that, and nobody was thinking about that
0: like that, that. right? That's true. Yeah, and and you're right, and and that's why I like having open dialect, open conversations, because that opened my mind to the idea that that's actually very true. That I'm I'm more looking at the glass how it's not full and it's going down, but it's a lot of things you can point to and say, man, the glass is trending up. Things are a lot different from when those two old men were, were, were younger and things have definitely, uh, vastly improved. Um, so, so I, 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 I do, mm-hmm. I do have way on that because uh, this going to sound very racist, but it, it only comes from love. And I understand that these people went through a, a great deal, but me having pride in where I am, who I am and where I'm from, uh, I sometimes feel like, man, we the promised people. Right? Now, now, let me say I guess the Nah, them Hebrews had it bad. But but I say that to say, Hebrews had it bad. But like you said, it, it took them an inordinate amount of, of try, fail, crazy amount of time. Even once they got away from Pharaoh, they had to walk the desert for, for I don't know how many years. It was a couple hundred years, minimum. Like they just wandered the desert. Uh so yeah, I, I say that to say. I was about to say we were the promised people, but no, they, they truly were the promised people. Those people were enslaved and um they still went on to to, you know, find a sense of pride within themselves and unite under Moses. So uh I was gonna trying to try to steal their thunder, but I mean maybe we're just another set of promised people. and maybe that's just what it is, but we definitely we definitely the de- we resemble their story because you know they took our motherland we ain't got no motherland really we now out here kind of wandering but we gotta we gotta just break off of needing America like we're gonna have to uh, we to have to really come together yeah? and I know that sounds cliche but that's that's the God truth we're gonna have to really come together formulate some plans and And really get some stuff done. Because we don't even contribute the same way we used to to the economy. Like, that's the other reality of it. Because the thing people aren't aren't really noticing is that, you know, while we are doing all this stuff, uh, you know, Hispanic and Latino people are literally right behind us. And I think have surpassed us as the second biggest minority within the country. So think about that. So now it's whites, Hispanics, when it used to be predominantly whites, blacks. So you're talking about moving third on the totem pole when when you were second the whole time and no one loved you anyway. So I don't know. That's not a place I envy and that's not a place I want to end up, at least not without no power. Um, So I don't know. We got to do something. We got to do something. I don't know if uh, next segment, though, you just want to lighten the mood because this mood has been damn sure heavy. Uh, I got some reviews i got an ll cool j freestyle to drop i don't know you're the wheel did you hear the will smith freestyle man for all this crazy stuff did you hear will drop that drop that heat all right i'm gonna try to reconnect uh dp cash and uh when i get him back on the airways we'll close out